Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, just me at the top of the show to one, thank you for downloading this episode. And two, to let you know of all the dates I have coming up in the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, which has already started and you're listening to a podcast that was recorded in that festival. So, this Saturday, 3pm at the European Beer Cafe. Oh, it's, it's such a good lineup. So it is Tom Gleeson, Andy Lee, Celia Picola, and Guy Montgomery. So at time of recording, there are 29 tickets left. Okay? Get in quick. Because I haven't... I have kind of put it out there, but not really, that this is the lineup. So get in quick, get a ticket. I'll see you there, hopefully for a sold-out show. Then on the 12th, I open stand up my stand-up show, Modern Contemporary, Thanks, everyone in Launceston who packed out the uh, Bogues Brewery Bar there for Fresh Comedy, where I did the first of uh, ever, really. I mean, I know I did it in Brisbane two years ago, but it's a different show. Uh, so thank you very much. And, yeah, it's great. So come along to that as well if you're in Melbourne, especially if you want to come to the first three nights. I've made it super cheap, so it's only $12 a ticket for the 12th, 13th, and 14th. Uh, that is my strategy of trying to get... Three sold-out shows to start. Get some buzz. I'm only doing... I'm, I have no manager. I have no agent. I have nothing. Just me. Little old me. And you, hopefully. And so uh, go to joshhill.com.au for the tickets for that one. Then also on the 13th of uh, April at 11.15 at the Festival Club at Max Watts, we are doing the 300th and final podcast that goes into the main feed. I know it's so confusing, isn't it? I'm continuing the podcast live once a month after this, but this will be the last one that you'll get unless you want to pay to be a Patreon subscriber and then you'll get the rest of them. See? See what I've done there? But I can tell you the lineup for that one as well, which is Will Anderson. It is Geraldine Hickey, Greg Larson and Steph Tisdale, plus some surprise guests jumping up in between rounds. So that'll be a heap of fun. Make sure you come along to that. It'll be a nice way to celebrate the end of the podcast asterisk there you go hey and then uh the following weeks i've got uh great lineups as well people like danielle walker peter hellier uh mark watson all jumping up that'll be heaps of fun so make sure you come along to the remainder of the uh the podcasts and the live shows that's all i need to say patreon thank you for sticking by me uh go to patreon.com slash dykwia uh massive help keep the lights on you guys are the absolute best. Anyway, enjoy this episode. Episode 298 with Reese Nicholson, Zoe Kuzma, first timer Phil Wang, and Lauren Bonner. Hello! Welcome to the Melbourne International Flower and Garden Show. Are we all excited for some roses? I was trying to think of, I was trying to think of a flower and could only think of roses. Fuck, I'm no good. Anyway, uh... Welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. Round of applause if you've never seen the show before. Welcome. Welcome. Have you seen it, though? You've seen it, but you've been dragged along. What I do is I get four very funny people, and during the comedy festival, I make sure that they're all hungover. It's going to be great, okay? <laughs> We're in for an absolute treat. So let's meet them now. Oh, by the way, my name is Josh L. I normally say it at the start as well. Okay, our first guest... They share their name with a nurse at the West Gippsland Hospital. Can you please welcome to the stage, it's Reese Nicholson, everyone! Go next to me, Reese. I, I am the nurse at the You're Gippsland the... Hospital. It's been a hard couple of years for me. And, <laughs> and I thought, you know what? Get out of comedy. Let's get to the front line, you know? <laughs> You're front From one work. front line to the next. <laughs> Hmm. How have you been, Reese? You've been very busy. You hosted the All Stars Gala, and now you're doing a podcast on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, it's all show business. It's all up from here, right? <laughs> it's very similar. Um, it is weird, though. I like 
most of the old stuff gala and it's like something like those galas are the reason I started doing stand up but it's like it was I think I'm exactly the right age to have been watching them when they're yep. on channel like it's a big thing but then you actually look at it and you're like oh this is just like doing like crab lab or something <laughs> do you know what I mean like like the actual running of the show is like oh I just gotta go out and like you don't have to fix anything like if someone bombs which they didn't don't worry it's gonna be really good <laughs> uh, you don't have to do anything about it it's like the easiest MC in the world at the end of the night do you tell them to take their glasses to the bar it'll make it a lot quicker. yeah yeah, it's a lot quicker and um, and I hand them kind of a little bit of cash in my hand in a very strange way. <laughs> and say, That's a very inside comedy reference. And do you say, make sure you come back to the gala every week. We've yeah, got yeah. next week some great names from the Half telly. Half-brush on a Wednesday. <laughs> hey, also joining us is a comedian who is the only person in the world who has their name. So as we always do, we go on the IMDb star meter rating. So <laughs> can you please welcome someone? who went up 93,000 places this week. It's Zoe Kuzmar, everyone. Wow. Hey, Zoe. I don't know what that means. So on IMDb, they have every person has a star meter rating. So they, they've rated us. Oh. And in one week, you went up 93,000 people. Wow, I must have been writing really badly before. Um, that's, that's made me feel really good because recently I searched for my name on Wikifeet and I'm not on there. Oh. Well, well... Well, that might we, get a laugh. It just got pity. Yeah. We can change that tonight if you want to get your little tootsies out. No, they're yeah. disgusting. Get, the, get these Foul. little piggies to market. <laughs> oh. But there's no star rating system for us nurses on the front line, you know? <laughs> Our next guest is a first-timer to the podcast. They share their name with the Senior Associate Athletic Director at the University of Irvine in the US. Can you please welcome Phil Wang, everyone! (laughs) Hi, Phil. Hi, Josh. Also an electrical engineer in England. Yes. And um, a folk musician in America. How do you know about the electrical engineer? I Google myself a lot. (laughs) Okay. Uh, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it, was, it was before, I was when I just started comedy, I was thinking, oh, so I thought I'd check out the Phil Wang uh, um, environment out yep. there, and it was dominated by one electrical engineer in Wolverhampton. Does he have the .co.uk? Um, n- n- no, okay. no. So I, no, that's good. the folk musician has philwang.com, yep. so I had to go uh, patriotic with .co.uk. <laughs> Old world. <laughs> I always forget if I bring it up every time I do this podcast, but there's a, the only other reasonable that I know of that, because I have Google alerts because I have a lot of mental problems, and um, those are unrelated, but uh, there's a jockey in, uh, on the central coast of New South Wales called Reese Nicholson, and he's often involved. It, like He might have drugged one of his horses, <laughs> and his dad's name is Mad Dog Nicholson. And, <laughs> And every now and then I get Google alerts. I'm like, oh, there's something. Oh, no, I've been done for doping again. Oh. I'm glad they got laughs because that's the third time you've told it on the podcast. It is? Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, right. good. I like it, though. I like it. <laughs> every time. Got laughs, though. Every time. Got laughs. Hey, and finally is a comedian who shares third their time. name with a holistic consultant from Florida. Can you please welcome back to the pod? It's Lauren Bonner. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, like, do you know about this holistic consultant? A holistic consultant? I don't know. I think it's my alter ego, my dream job, to be honest. Holistic consultant and, <laughs> and part-time yoga teacher. Oh, my God. She's living my life. I, I was jealous enough of the other Lauren Bonner who's um, really popular on the subreddit for small tits. <laughs> um, I think I should be on there. <laughs> but I'm not. So you guys get to work. Thanks so much. <laughs> Mad Dog Nicholson has massive tits. <laughs> And so do his horses. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the doping. <laughs> all right, our first game today is called Social Me, Me, Media. What I'll do, I'll read out status, status updates by the four of you. If you think you know who wrote them, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right. If you're incorrect, the person who actually wrote it, they get the point. You can't buzz in for your own ones. Okay. Okay? You can, though. You can, <laughs> but don't, okay? Yeah. <laughs> all right, names are your buzzers. Here we go. First question. I'm just going to get the score. Okay, first question. I'm a punch Joel Creasy at the gala. Zoe! I heard Zoe first. It was Reese. It was Reese, yes. Put it for Zoe, yes. And out of respect, I kept his wife's name out of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I've been obsessed with this story. I reckon in the last 24 hours, I've stopped looking at everything that's about this story about Will Smith. I mean, this is unrelated to the podcast, but he's resigned from the Academy. Yeah, but what does that mean? He's got a lot of time off. Yeah. (laughs) 
He's going to go back he's, and listen? Is that what he's doing? Taking up golfing. I don't know. Um, Does that mean he just doesn't get the screeners? Yeah, and I guess he can't win an Oscar again. He's already won it. Like, who cares? Well, yeah. he might want two. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah like hitch, hitch two. Because <laughs> last night I did a gig in Launceston and a, a woman... Uh, what brag? Yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> My career's doing pretty well, guys. I performed in front of my mum and dad and they don't speak to each other. And so it was pretty cool, okay? That is actually pretty cool, though. Well, they both of them, their their, uh, feedback after the show was, that didn't happen. And I'm like, yes, it did. It absolutely did. (laughs) But during the show, because the crowd was like a aisle down the middle and halfway through the show a woman just walked down the aisle. I was telling a story about me going through puberty and she looked at me very sincerely and went, Josh, we, we, we should talk about this. And I'm like, I am talking about it. But when I saw her come to the stage, I thought I, thought I was going to get slapped. It was yeah. uh, a real, real cool moment in my little life. All right, question two. What if Jared Leto got cast in a role where he was hel- a healthy weight and was playing a nice guy that's easy to work with? Reese. Yes, Reese. Lauren? You are correct. It was Lauren. Yeah, point there for Reese. Yeah. It is. And can I just say as well, I think he's stealing a lot of roles from character actors. I think <laughs> his role in House of Gucci was Paul Giamatti Erasure. <laughs> and he needs to be held accountable. I haven't seen the film, but I, I have looked at who he's playing. The guy in real life looks nothing like that. He really? Just, he just wanted to don a fat suit. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine if Jared Leto was playing in a movie and you're like, oh, wow, I'm doing pretty well. And then he's like, oh, I gained 80 kilos. <laughs> Shave my head. Donna Fatsuit is the character that he's playing <laughs> in the next movie. He spent too much time around drag queens. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a Shallow Howe reboot. And also like that story that Peter Jackson had a movie and he cast Ryan Gosling as the dad. <gasps> and Ryan Gosling went away and just gained, like, 40, 80 kilograms because I I need to look like a dad and he turned up for day one and Peter Jackson just looked at him and went, what did you do that for? (laughs) (laughs) And he had to fire him from the movie because he wanted wanted good looking Ryan Gosling but Ryan Gosling gained 60 kilograms. I mean, mean, he should have checked in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the second Ryan Gosling story because Ryan Gosling also, what what film did he do where he had a neck tattoo? There was one film. Oh, the pine something. Something like that, yeah. Through the pine, in the pine, any pine blade. Pine needles. Pines. On the first no day, one knows. On the first day of shooting that, it took him three hours to get that tattoo or drawn on him. And then he was like, I don't want to have to do this every day. And then he said to him, I don't think I need to do this. And the director said, no, sometimes we need to live with our choices. Put that in the character. And I was like, oh, you're an idiot. You've got to wake up at five in the morning, dickhead. <laughs> Acting is stupid. <laughs> it's a really fucking stupid thing. Not like nursing. No. Okay. All right, question three. Stop the count, I chant, as my mother lists all the times I wet myself at school. (laughs) Zoe! Yes, Zoe. I think that is Phil Wang. You are correct. That was Phil Wang. You can feel I'm pissing myself now. Yeah. (laughs) I can smell it. (laughs) I had a real soiling myself problem when I was a kid. You might, might, not, might not look it now. The, the man sat before you today, I know. But uh, I used to poop myself all the time because I loved playing so much. I hated going to the toilet because it would take me away from playing. Away, yeah. I wanted to keep playing, so I just shit myself there. And it happened all the time. It happened and, so and at much. school, when you shit yourself at school, you get to play with all the toys on your own. It's right. <laughs> How old were you when you stopped doing this? Oh, don't make me say. Well, I, 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 I think the last time I, I shat myself once at school when I was in year two. So I would have been seven, which is too old. Oh, no, I was older. Okay. Oh, yeah, I was into double Are you still di- hoping digits. to what? stop shitting yourself? I'm still, it's an ongoing project. Look, <laughs> all our lives are ongoing projects, and we try and get better every year. Did your school have a, a separate pair of pants for the boys who shat themselves? Yeah, they had, it, uh, they had one pair, they're called fill pants, and they were just, it would be in the glass case on the wall, and they just smash it with a hammer, and they're yeah. going to throw were it. Were they called fill em ups? <laughs> That's actually how you got your own dressing rooms. <laughs> I never, this is just, a, I never wet the bed. And I don't know if that's a creepy thing. I think that's creepier that's, yeah. that I never wet the bed once. I think your parents are lying to you. 
No, my mum tells it in a kind of way like, no, we, we thought it was a bit weird. Like, I would kind of take myself... I mean, when I was a baby in nappies and stuff, yes, but I mean, like, as, as I was that... And I still am that uncomfortable about going to the bathroom that I'd be like, I'm going to take myself and... Like, yeah, anyways. Okay. I reckon chop this out. No. Well, I was going to say, my, I've got two kids. They never went to bed either. Yeah. Yeah. So creepy, creepy Freaks. little guy. Well, maybe they'll grow up to be like you, Reese. <laughs> Question four. I saw a girl on TikTok earnest posting about how Sydney Sweeney is making her body type finally in fashion. Yes, it's been a long, hard road for beautiful, thin people with juicy, big naturals, but I'm glad they're finally having their Reese. time in the spotlight. <laughs> yes, yes, Reese. I mean, if it's Phil, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I know you do love to say big naturals I all the like time. Natural, so, um, no, it's Lauren. Surely. It is Lauren, yeah. yes, it is, yes. I don't feel like if I hadn't brought up the small tits thing before, it wouldn't seem like I've got a bee in my bonnet. But now it does. I'm on some kind of rampage. Well, maybe if you had a bee in the bonnet, you could get stung and then you'd have bigger tits. Yeah. (laughs) But on your head. Yeah. (laughs) Better than nothing. Uh, (laughs) I was watching episode one of season one of Keeping Up With The Kardashians last night because obviously I'm going insane. <laughs> and uh, there was this amazing quote and I wrote it down. It was something... It, they, they At a certain point, um, Kim thinks she has a spider on her and she starts to cry and then she says in her hysteria, she goes, you probably cut this out, but I want you to know. Um, she just goes, oh, my God, I'm so fat already. I can't. I can't get stung. I can't get bitten by a spider. Have to go on steroids and get even fatter. <laughs> the A to B of that is wild. Wow. Her beautiful mind. Yeah, I feel like I started to think about it and I saw God. <laughs> All right, this could be easy after that story. Question five. Feeling unhinged. Who's with me? Reed. Phil. <laughs> yes, I'll give it to you, Phil, yes. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm going to say Zoe. What? Yes, it was Zoe, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing personal. What a segue. <laughs> no, it's just you have the vibe of someone who might be unhinged, but also you're comfortable admitting it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real confidence. This was at the start of the pandemic as well, this one. Was it? Yeah. That's... Cool. Went bad. <laughs> I feel like it having... could have been yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> having to trawl through our social media of the last couple of years must be a fucking nightmare. Like it, just either pictures of fried chicken. Four more reps, guys. Four more reps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it must be like being a mediator on Pornhub. It must just yeah. be absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the, th- <laughs> the things you've seen. Do you? What are you moderating? I mean, they, of course they have moderators, but what it like that wasn't objectifying enough. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, what? Because you can comment on Pornhub, can't you? Oh yeah, yeah. big time. I mean, one can I hear? Um, <laughs> what do you reckon's going on in the mind of someone who comments on Pornhub? Has to sign up, go. Oh, I'm going to just get my little two bobs worth. Yeah, I don't know. Like. Are you doing it before yeah, or just after? During. Yeah. <laughs> like, this isn't. This is taking too long. Like <laughs> the weirdest. I think it's Pornhub or one of them. One of those kind of big uh, hubs of porn uh, <laughs> that they have on some of the videos, like the watch rate. Like, oh, do you know what I mean? Like, I thought that was the sound. Oh, maybe I it is. I thought that's like when it gets there. Make sure you put it down so your parents don't hear. <laughs> No. Wow, we're really revealing a lot about ourselves. I always thought it was like the... And I took it as like, oh, oh. Skip, skip to the bit where it's the highest. Because that's... But I guess well, actually... <laughs> but also, if it is the sound, it's probably the same as well, yeah, right? Yeah, You're right yeah. near the end. It's all the right. crescendo. Well, all... Yeah. It's like, remember they used to have the worm on the yeah. election? <laughs> <laughs> the Pornhub worm. <laughs> Anthony Green just there saying, this is where most people come, OK? Yeah. <laughs> you, ever ac- you ever accidentally skip ahead to the orgasm and go, oh, spoilers? Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> uh, question- oh, this fits. Question six. My love language is hand jobs. <laughs> Lauren. Yes, Lauren. Reese? Yeah, you are correct. It was Reese. Yeah, point there for Lauren. Everyone's on the board. I have no memory of saying that. <laughs> but it's absolutely my yeah, vibe. No, I yeah. was thinking it, but... Uh, next question, question seven. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds was the worst Cluedo guess of all time. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Zoe. Yes, Zoe. I think that's Phil Wang. That is Phil Wang. Yeah, yeah put that for Zoe. Yes. Pissing himself. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Question eight. There's, a, there's a, a, some Survivor party going on upstairs. As in, like, the TV show Survivor, not... Like, not yeah, people yeah. who have... Like, we're, not, we're, not, <laughs> we're not hunting men upstairs. <laughs> I could just hear it for the listeners at home. Okay, question eight. Is now a good time to say, I fucking hate picnics? Reese. Yes, Reese. Zoe. It is also Zoe, yeah. Another point there for Reese. We've been on, like, three picnics during the <laughs> lockdown. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> They're the worst. You're sitting on the. Gr- we had a terror. We, we had a. T- we took our dogs. That yeah. was the bad. We Sorry, went- our partners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went on a. We went on a picnic like the sort of one of the first when you were allowed to. But you weren't allowed to like drink or something. It was that. But everyone weird- was. Yeah, and so we were all like drinking beer out of. Oh, know, I put coffee I've- cups. I- I put um, uh, white claws into a soda stream bottle. Yeah. Like I was just going to have pre-drinks at a (laughs) car park before the school dance or something. We were so confused and brain damaged. We didn't know how to interact with each other and our dogs were like... Did not know how to interact with each other. We were like, how do we... And then I did that tweet. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next question. The masculine urge to rearrange an improperly packed dishwasher. Oh, Phil. Yes, Phil. L- Lauren. You are correct. Yeah, point there for Phil. Yes. Mm. Step. Anyone got a stepdad here? <laughs> <laughs> they love it. It does matter where they go. Yeah, it does. does yes. <laughs> Thing is, you have to think about the direction of the streams, and you have to have the cup bit pointed towards the streams because otherwise you're just washing the backs of things. Absolutely. So I've never realised how much of a stepdad vibe you have. Yeah. But of course you do. You are going to, at some point, be an important part of a child's life that is not your child. And the first life lesson we'll bond over is how to stack the dishwasher. Yeah. To get and also, maximum clean. when to stop playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, pants can be washed in a dishwasher too. Anything can be washed in there. Uh, next question, our last question for this round. Scott Morrison looks like the type of guy that absolutely destroys a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Phil. Yes, Phil. Reese. You are correct, yeah. it was Reese, yeah. It's put there for Phil. He yeah. does. I reckon there's nothing right about his diet. There's no roughage. Well, he's always talking about how much he loves curry, so I'm... Yeah. I'm kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just in that way that... Oh, never mind. <laughs> But in that way that, like, you know, you go into a public bathroom sometimes and you're just like, but what even? How? Yes. <laughs> how did this happen? Mm. Or when you walk into the bathroom and, like, the whole area is like, oh, it's, there's something smelly in here. And then you get into the cubicle and it's too late before you realise. You're like, this was ground zero, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and then you leave and there's someone waiting behind you. Yeah. And you have to be like, that wasn't me. But in a way that they do not believe you yeah. that that wasn't yeah. you. And that's why we don't go to Engadine Maccas anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Morrison shit himself at Engadine Mackers. Because he didn't... He was having too much fun. Supporting his beloved Sharks. Is he was true? He was in the he ball actually... pit. Apparently, before he was the Prime Minister... Right. This is how big this story is. He's actually addressed this story <laughs> on, on radio and said, I didn't, I didn't really do that. I think that more exactly says, what someone who would do. It's not exactly. how big the story is, it's how small our country is. Yeah. I think that's... <laughs> I mean, although you had a prime minister that was like, I didn't fuck a pig's head. You know, like there's... (laughs) Different, cultural, some cultural differences there. But, yeah, um, there is a plaque at Engadine Mackers that says this is where the Prime Minister Scott Morrison shat in his pants after... Was it the Cronulla Sharks? Cronulla Sharks, yeah. Won a game. In whatever year. Did he shoot himself out of celebration of the win or out of protest? We don't know. He hasn't hasn't been forthcoming with his motives. (laughs) Maybe he was treating himself. (laughs) He's going to have a McFlurry and a big poo. (laughs) (laughs) At the end of the first round, the scores are Lauren Bonner on one point. Get for Lauren. Phil, Reese, and Zoe are all on three points. 
anyone's game. All right, this round is called We Are Family. Now, we all have family, and sometimes that's good, and sometimes it's not so good. Mm. And in this round, we're going to meet the Bonners, or in particular, Lauren's grandmother. Now, when Lauren was a, a, a wee child, her grandmother told her about the time when she worked in a pathologist lab. But what horrifying thing did she think Lauren should know about that job? Was it A, she told her that they did pregnancy tests by, inject, by injecting rats with the expectant mother's urine and monitor rats for their hormone levels. Mm-hmm. B, her grandmother would place electrodes on a male rat's genitals to make them ejaculate. They would then have to collect the sperm to freeze it and each rat would ejaculate every hour. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> or C, she would massage the female rat's nipples to make them lactate and once the milk started flowing, her grandmother said she would then squeeze it like a sponge so she could collect and test the milk. Now, one of these... Trigger is... warning, my grandma's life, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Now, one of these is true. You have to ask her as many questions as you want to try and get the truth out of her, but bear in mind, she wants you to get it wrong, so she gets your point. The floor is open for questions. Ask away. I want them all to be true. Mm. <laughs> the, the pregnancy... But it, so the story is that she told you these things, right? Not that, like, that she does these things. Not yeah. currently. So when, she, like, back in the day when she would have been, like, 18 or something, she worked at a pathologist lab in the city yeah. and she would, like, do some of the things, like, the whatever you... The p- yeah, tests. the pathology. Right. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> the pathology. <laughs> Reese is a nurse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what sort of... So it was... Like, when I think pathology lab, it's, like, for humans. Like, you get your blood tested and then it yeah. goes to the pathology lab. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Right, so it was a human pathology lab that they used rats in. Yeah, because they had to use rats to, like, do the test. So, like, nowadays I think they can just, like, test urine, like, with a stick. Oh, you know, I, I 100% <laughs> don't believe that one at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> un- unless she was a pathologist in, like, the 1800s or, like, when you say back in the day. Back in the day. What, when? Um, oh, my God. So, okay, like, she's probably, like, what, like, 80? I think my grandma's, like, 82 now. And so if she worked right. there when she was, like, 17, 18, can then someone else please do the maths on that? The 60s. She 60s. was a pathologist when she was 18? No, like an assistant. So oh, she wasn't right. the pathologist. She would, like, run around with the papers and then she'd also do the little things with the rats. So her main job was, like, monitoring the rats and then, like, I think eventually she, like, worked up to, like, you know, doing the stuff to, to them. pissing on the rats. But she also had to... <laughs> she told me she had to kill the rats as well. They would just gas them... Quite. Oh, they would have been dead now anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be very old rats. And she had the most beautiful coat by the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> she would. She's very glamorous. Imagine uh, a stole made out of rats. <laughs> so many rats. You are the rat king. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, this one told us that Gladys was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> are pregnant you get to keep the rat yeah. <laughs> and oh, when, when, you, when your grandmother told you these stories as a child what, what was your initial reaction was it revulsion or were you fascinated did you want to hear more or were you like grandmother please I'm trying to sleep oh just like <laughs> she's like wake up we're talking about the rats <laughs> um, no just like amazed I was like what like I couldn't believe it I was like that's ridiculous and then I looked it up and I was like that is how they did the pathology tests back then. Okay, so I understand the purpose of the number one pathology yeah. test, the urine injection thing. What's the po- point of the sperm one and what's the point of the oh nipple God. massage one? Well, it's called foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we never worked out. Yeah. You can't just go parading to pissing on each other. You've got to, you've got to electrode and massage. Those are the... um, so they were, they all like, so the pissing one I remember because that was like fucked that it was injected with urine. But the, um, the other two as well, they, they were all like, they had like samples from patients in some kind of way. So I think like it was either blood or like platelets were taken and then injected into them in some kind of way. And like the sperm one was about like male fertility, I think, not a sperm count for the guy, but it was like about ch- checking something like their prostate hormones or something. So the hormone thing. And the breast milk, I think, was probably similar. I think it was like a hormonal thing, like a 
Just for fun. Yeah, yeah, just for fun. But it was all kind of fertility related. I think they did a lot of like pregnancy tests and fertility testing and stuff at the clinic. So like the pregnancy test was with urine. And then um, I think it was like for the men, the sperm thing, it was like something like their, a sample of blood. I don't think it was semen. I think I'd remember if it was semen. I mean, it'd be cool if it was. <laughs> they injected the rats with the cum. Um, Especially if that's the way the pathologist worded it. All right, everyone's going to inject this rat with some cum now. (laughs) It was a different time. Um, But yeah, that was like that was like a male fertility test, and then the lactation one was like another female fertility test, I think. Imagine what what did you do in a past life to be one of those rats? You know, yeah, something pretty awesome. Yeah. (laughs) What do people think? Do people ready to guess? I mean, it's all bad. Uh, science is bad, and I'm going to do my own research from now on. Um, oh, is, am I going to get a special uh, thing on, on the on the podcast that's going to say, uh, check, yeah, yeah, check yeah, yeah. COVID for details and whatever? Yeah, yeah. Well, COVID's not real, but the... Um, <laughs> now we are. Okay. Uh, uh, fun. Um, I, do you want me to guess? Yeah, go for it. I reckon... The, what was the middle one? The middle one was uh, the electrodes. One. Of course you want that one. <laughs> electrodes on the genitals. Yeah. Re- I weirdly think, in a roundabout way, I think that's somehow more... Belie- like, that's the one to me that sounds science-y. Like, yeah. as in they would make... They're doing experiments. Oh, but- because a man is involved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes to get results, you have to do stuff to a man. <laughs> You can't electri- electrify a woman's... I mean, you could, I guess. I, I don't know. Is there anything to get a grip on? I don't know. But the... Um, yeah, I reckon the, the calm one. B, okay. Zoe? I'm going the urine pregnancy one because I just can't see the actual purpose of the other two other than to gross us out. Okay. And, and Phil? I find that the, the, it's most compelling from you, the urine um, pregnancy one, but it doesn't make any medical yeah, sense to me at all. It doesn't make any sense. So I, I can't in all good consciences go with that one, and I have to go with the, the milky sponge squeezy one. The milky sponge The correct answer was A, so a point there for oh, Zoe. Yes. Two no. points for Lauren. And it's what? true. I literally looked up because I was like, no, there's literally no way that you injected rats with urine and like that's how you did it. But it's true. If you look up the history of pregnancy tests, like that's yeah. what they did. And well, the reason that I, because I think with, like um, hormone replacement, some uh, probably not now, but like some hormone replacement uh, therapy therapy pills were gotten from pregnant horses. Whoa. Yeah. I think that that was, it, that, so the urine, pregnant urine, watch out. <laughs> but, but in this you might case, grow why, some big naturals. Yeah. <laughs> why not just test the urine? <laughs> you already have the urine of the pregnant or not pregnant woman. Why not just test that? Why put it through a rat and then test the rat's hormone? You just have to get the rat involved. I think. <laughs> Had they ordered too many rats? Yeah. <laughs> We've ordered too many rats. She told me, she said that they were, like, kept in their little cage and the cats would be, uh, the rats would be labelled with, like, you know, Mrs. Flinders or something. And, like, Mrs. Mrs. Tortoise or whatever. That's the only name. Those are your go-to names. And they had to... And so when the Mrs. Flinders rat, like, you would just watch it and wait for it to get sort of weepy. Yeah, oh, I think... (laughs) And it it starts eating, like, ice cream and gherkins. Like, this one's being a bitch. (laughs) They, like, let them, you know, develop for a while, I guess, and then I think they had to put them down and then check the HCG levels in their blood. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is fucked. I don't know. Hey, not many people know that's how they were testing COVID at the start as well. Yeah. You had to cough in the mouth of a rat and then they would kill it. That's why we call them rats. They were actual rats. And if anyone who thinks this story's fucked, well, my Google history now has how often can rats ejaculate in it, so... That's not that fucked, is it? And that's, that's what they're looking for when they're moderating Pornhub. Yes. <laughs> all right, at the end of the round, the scores are uh, Lauren, Reese, Phil, all on three points. Go for those three. <laughs> Being the lead on four points, it's Zoe Kuzma. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, I'll read out a fact about someone else on the panel. You like that? Title? I like yeah, that title yeah, thanks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We read a fact about someone else on the panel. If you think it's true, you'll say yeah. If it's a lie, you'll say nah. You can ask them as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, they want you to get it wrong. So they get your point. So, to Phil. Now, many years ago, Reese was a relatively newcomer to comedy. Oh, right. And he somehow made, made Dave Hughes, otherwise known as Husey, think that he was, he was also a vegan. Husey is a famous vegan. Every time the two of them are stuck for conversation, Husey will ask Reese about it, and Reese still continues the lie. <laughs> the other night, Reese hosted the All Stars Gala, and with everything else going through his head, he was still anxious about eating in front of Husey in case the lie unraveled. Yeah or nah? <laughs> This is one of those ones that I sent, I reckon, like a few shows ago and was like, this will be funny. And it's my greatest weird show. Like, oh, this will be a funny way to talk about this and then I don't have to do it anymore. And now it's, it's deeply embarrassing. <laughs> um, I mean, it sounds like, yeah. You're going to say, yeah? No, oh, say, it sounds true. Okay. That, that's what, yeah, well, you, means. You right? That's yeah. <laughs> oh, right, okay, sorry. Yeah, you I feel questions. like, you, but you've just admitted to it, haven't you? You just said... <laughs> Well, yeah, that, that could be a ploy. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> My first question is... Was it's good to that see you're p- such a fan of the yeah. podcast. It's good thing you're not at the Survivor Party. <laughs> he just trusts you, Reese. Is that a crime? In well, some why, places, why? yeah. <laughs> Depending on what I've just asked you to do. Why? Okay, so why, why did Husey th- um, think you were a vegan in the first place? It was one of those things... <sighs> I mean... Yeah, I know, I know, yeah. I wasn't going to... Yeah. Um, it was one of those things where I, I did, like, years ago, my Kyron part, my, my partner Kyron, tiny, a little blood clot just went through there. That's cute, though. You could call him your, your Kyron partner. My, my, current, pa- Kyron my current partner. Yeah. Um, uh, he read that... What's that book that everyone turns everyone vegan? Eating Animals by Jonathan Safran Foer. Uh, was, yeah, that one. And uh, we both kind of considered... I read, Okay. <laughs> To filth. Um, uh, know your audience, Reese. Um, and realise that they are not here. Um, Kyron read that book and uh, I was at a gig. It might have literally been here uh, and talking to Husey about it and, and we were kind of vaguely considering like either going vego or vegan and he was very like, yeah, do it. And I said, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then the next time I saw him, I had not done it. And I just got very uncomfortable and just kind of said, like, yeah, no, we're trying, we're doing it. And it's just built up over the years until he does think I'm a vegan. Until the other night, yeah, I was eating, like, a chicken sandwich in my dressing room with the door shut. And he knocked on the door. And, like, it was a weird moment as well because it's, like, he's one of the few people I still get very starstruck by. And uh, he came to, like, wish me good luck at my, in my dressing room. And I was just, like, the whole time just, like leaning over, like, do not look at the chicken sandwich. It was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm a good comedian. I am very excited about it. But there's about as much meat product in here as you can get. So, um, but, yeah. And, and he's still, as far as you know, he still is under the... the, the yeah, I mean, I don't think he's that invested in it. But, <laughs> like, right. but no. You're, you're more worried, really, about it now than he actually would care. Totally. Right. right oh, no, right. I've heard his festival show is all about <laughs> It's called, like, Reese's Murder or something. <laughs> no, it's about how proud he is of you. Oh. He's going to be so upset. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I think it's true. I think it's a yeah. You are incorrect. This is a lie. Oh, that's very good. Very good. He doesn't give a shit about me. <laughs> he did come past my dressing room and it was kind of wild. Like, it is, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's still, it's, it's still cutesy. Yeah. Like, it's straight and just be like, oh, thank you. But then I thought, like, maybe, I think he was just waiting in the wings in case I had a breakdown. He's like, I'll get out there. Is <laughs> 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 right. Will around? <laughs> No, he's stuck. No, All right, to, uh, to Zoe now. When Phil was a teenager, he was obsessed with the Rat Pack. And as a gift, his mum got him tickets to see a Rat Pack tribute show. 
Once I'd arrived at the gig, Phil realised he'd left his glasses at home and his mum got upset thinking it would ruin his experience of the gig. Turns out it was a blessing because with his blurred vision, the impersonators looked even more like Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin and Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah or nah? Okay, I'm assuming there's a different rats to Lawrence. These are not, yeah, I, I did realise that there's a very rat-heavy very show. Ra- yeah, yeah, rat-heavy. Yeah. You know, great. Okay, well, I, did, I did squeeze them for milk at the end of the show. <laughs> I, did, I rushed the stage and squeezed them for milk. <laughs> Well, you thought you did, but you didn't have your glasses on. <laughs> they could have been anyone. Oh, my God. Might not have been milk, yeah. Yeah, yeah you jerked off a roadie. Um, <laughs> I did it my way. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, oh, so many questions. Um, what... What what? Uh... <laughs> that is how a question starts often. My main question is: Is this story true? <laughs> um, uh, Rat Pack fan, tell me about that. How did that happen? I um I, I was just obsessed with the Rat Pack when I was a teenager because when, um, when I was a little boy, my my father would only play some old music, and I associated that. Uh, as being sort of the only work music worth listening to, and I sort of through Beatles and stuff found the, the Rat Pack and Crooners and Wait, you Jazz. Fa- you found the Rat Pack through the Beatles? Well, just because they were dead, and <laughs> some of the Beatles are dead, and it was old. <laughs> well, like they like you found them in a haunting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it was a Ouija board. I was talking to John Lennon, um, and he said, "You got to check these guys out. I think you like them." <laughs> <laughs> recommend <laughs> if you like me you'll love to okay. get to get to a point in a seance where you're just kind of filling in small talk <laughs> so what kind of music are you into? <laughs> anyway i gotta go that's uh, what we had to do before spotify yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what's your fave like what's your what's your your fave rat pack Mem- song? song member song member um i, I, I love dean martin yep. um a lot um, <clears throat> song uh, I loved uh, On an Evening in Roma by Dean Martin I was obsessed with that song for a while uh, but then uh, you know I started to branch out into my Sammy Davis Jr my Frank Sinatra my Bobby Darin uh, they, but the Rat Pack was sort of the starting point okay and yeah. where was this concert? it was in London ooh good one <laughs> <laughs> and how old were you? I was like 14 15 Okay. Were you shitting yourself at that age <laughs> still? <laughs> no, I just stopped. It was actually a treat for... <laughs> it was a reward. reward. Mum was very proud. <laughs> now that you've learned to hold it, <laughs> God, this is we like... can take you out in public. <laughs> um, I, uh, and what was the concert like? Like, what... It was three guys that came on and they, they were doing impressions of the... the of Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin and Sammy Davis Jr. And they went through, they performed what would have been a show at the Sands or whatever in Vegas, um, beat, beat for beat, but just as impressions of doing the songs and everything. This is like watching Mariska Hargitay really work it out with a perp. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's all right. I meant it facetiously. <laughs> I think it's true. You are correct. This is a true story. Put it for Zoe, yes. I was a sad little boy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I'll point there for Zoe. Now, Therese, when Lauren's grandmother was sick in hospital, the doctor told the family the news. Different grandmother, by the way. Okay, I was going to say, milk on all those rats. The other one. (laughs) Got rat flu. The doctor told the family the news that she didn't have very long left. When the doctor left the room, though, Lauren's mum turned to Lauren and said, he's very handsome and no ring, Lauren, and then raised her eyebrows to tell Lauren, go get it. (laughs) Yeah or nah? Wait, the grandma said that? No, Lauren's mum. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, this is going to sound bad, but uh, grandma dead? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I went... I went, I, I'm running out of anecdotes. I think that's why I've gone for rats and urine and dead grandma on this when I was setting yeah, up my yeah. stories. This is, I talk about this a bit in my show, actually. Come see it. Um, <laughs> but no, that, yeah, it, it is like she, she passed away and that was like the time we found out she was actually going to die and then my mum was like, 
crying. She was upset. She was like, he was lovely. No wedding ring, Lauren. Like, <laughs> Did you fuck him? Sadly, no. no. Yeah. Maybe I if know. I had, he could have cured cancer. But <laughs> I tend to have that effect. <laughs> well, as someone who works in the medical industry... <laughs> We are all very handsome there. Um, and what, but what did you, so did you shake, kind of shake it off or were you kind of like, oh no, maybe, it, like, was he handsome? He was pretty handsome, but it's also that thing of like, you know, just any 34 year old doctor, you know, is pretty handsome. Like, you know, in the context, like, you know, yeah, when you yeah. go to a hospital, you're looking and you're like, just, you want it to be Grey's Anatomy. So you're just, people could be really average, but they put on the coat and you're like, maybe. <laughs> He was probably a normal man. (laughs) And often, you know, you're in a hospital, there might be someone either terminally ill or very bad, like anyone who isn't badly hurt, you're like, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? It's such a gross atmosphere that in the context of that, anyone clean and normal, you're like, thank God. (laughs) One bit of of nice cologne amongst all the sterile chemicals. Mm. Um, All those beds around here, I understand. Yeah. Anything could happen. It'd be so much easier on one of those beds as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can, any position. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What an insight into our long term relationships we just gave people. Like, oh, yeah, they've been been in relationships for over a decade. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I reckon. I reckon, nah. You are incorrect. This is oh, a true okay. story. Put yeah, it for Lauren. Yeah, you're for Lauren. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. We, it was funny, though. We, like, laughed. And then we're like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you, like, crack a joke when it's the worst time ever? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was just People that. destroy at funerals. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah oh, I crush with the eulogy. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> All right, to Lauren now. Now, Zoe was walking along the street recently when she stopped because she thought she was about to witness an assault. But upon closer inspection, it was not a fight, but in fact two old men singing Joe Dolce's Shut Up Your Face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah or nah? Oh, I mean, could you quickly um, sing me a few bars, like where they were up to in it? Well, what happened was I heard... Oh, you almost had me. You were, well, what's the matter, you... No. Hey! <laughs> I'll get there. What happened was um, we, I had... It was out the front of my my house and I heard from a distance, heard like... What I heard first was just, Ay! Ay! And then went, oh, fuck. And then went to sort of investigate, went a bit closer and as I got closer I heard they were going, oh, what's the matter, you? Ay! Have you no respect? Ay! Well, the Survivor show has been made aware of our presence. <laughs> So as you got closer, you realised it was not so bad. It wasn't <laughs> very good. I went, you know what? This is a nice place. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shut up, your fan. It's a banger. Um, yeah. So that's basically what happened. Yeah. I went, oh, they're just drunk old men. Yeah, yeah. I would, in my mind, they're drunk old Italian men, but it's impossible to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, just going to stop it. Just going to check if this is problematic, maybe, for you to be doing the accent. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You fellas all right? No, was it daytime, nighttime? Nighttime. Night, like late or early evening? Late-ish. So that's why I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Old blokes. Oh, I mean, I want it to be true. I think it's true. You are correct. This is a true story. Put that for Lauren. Best day of my life. Yeah. Very good. All right, at the end of that round, the scores are Phil, you're on three points. Reese, you're on four points. Zoe's on five points. Also on five points is Lauren. Wow. All right, this is our final round. It's called Who, 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out a bunch of questions about you four. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your names are once again your buzzers. If you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, you lose a point. Only round you can lose points. Don't buzz in for your own ones. Here we go. Question one. Who here watched their dad beat up a woman in a church? Reese. Yes, Reese. Lauren. No, that was Phil Wang. To be fair, I was like, was that me? (laughs) Sounds so like my dad. Uh, There is context to this, though, isn't there, Phil? Yeah, she was being a real asshole. (laughs) 
shut up! <laughs> she just made a joke about your mum. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Keep my wife's name out of your mouth. <laughs> what was the kind of argument? It was, um, it, it was um, my father is a kung fu master because he is a stereotype. <laughs> and um, he'd, uh, he'd start he'd advertise less Shaolin, uh, Shaolin lessons at, uh, at the local church and uh, asked me to come help out. So I went out and with the gi and with the outfit and everything. And we stood there and we waited for ages. And um, eventually a very nice Polish lady called Tuzana turned up. And she's like, is this a class? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and then no one else turned up. So it was just me and my father demonstrating moves on this woman, like, which really just descended into us putting her in arm locks alone, unattended, in this church meeting room. <laughs> and I, I just, I thought, at one point I just went, this doesn't look good. I know she's getting a free lesson, but the optics on this are terrible. Yeah, it's worse that she didn't pay. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, can I pay? And they're like, no, you've, you've given us enough. <laughs> Next question. Who here has only ever broken one bone in their body and that was their cheekbone? Oh. What an interesting reaction yes. to that. Uh, Phil. Yes, Phil. Zoe. It was Zoe, yeah. Point there for Phil, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, wonky face Coombsma. <laughs> <laughs> How did, did you, you guess that? You're um, like, she has a very asymmetrical head. He knows what it looks like to beat up a woman. So. <laughs> <laughs> you take one free kung fu lesson. Um, it was just a little expression you were making as, as Josh told the story. Mm. Yeah, I was, just, I was just reading, just a cold read. Good on you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a mentalist. <laughs> <laughs> well, how did you, how did you hurt your... Yeah, your how'd you break it? Oh, I was, um, I was in year seven and I was... Um, it was with a hockey ball, but I wasn't... Ooh. Yeah, I got hit in the face with a hockey ball. Um, I was not playing hockey, though. <laughs> I was just eating my lunch on the oval oh. and... Um, oh. Some guys, but they were sort of like teasing me and my friends by using us as the wickets for a cricket game using a hockey stick and a hockey ball. And we were like, Stop it! You're gonna hit one of us! And then they did, and it was like, <laughs> Crack! And I remember passing out, like, as it, it was a bit like that. Wow, bit of Foley work going on. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go to mime school for five years to learn how to throw my voice like that. <laughs> and I remember I passed out and then I came to and the entire school was standing around me and I had my hands over my face and I can still see, like, or just this sea of faces looking down on me going, like, show us Zoe, take your hand off, take your hand away. And, I, and then I took my hand away and everyone went... went <gasps> <laughs> and stepped back because my face had swollen up so much that everyone thought that the hockey ball had gone inside <laughs> my face. Like you had a hockey ball implant. Yeah, like it had just gone... <laughs> my cheekbones are hockey balls. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get it, Reese. You're very attractive. <laughs> Next I'm question. I'm getting uglier. <laughs> Aren't we all? Not me. Next question. Who here, who here as a kid did not believe in volcanoes? <laughs> Didn't believe they existed. Reese. Yes, Reese. Lauren? Yes, it was Lauren. Yeah, yeah whatever, Reese. That's my choice. That's my, <laughs> that's my choice. What do you mean you didn't... Uh... You took flat earth... You're flat yeah. Earth theory to yeah. mean something different. <laughs> well, you're like, that's just in cartoons. That's not in the real I world. Don't, I just rem- I remember it because I had a big fight with my brother about it. And he still remembers it too. I asked him. And he's still angry because I was like, I don't believe in them. And he was like, you can't not believe in them. <laughs> but I think at one point I was probably like, yeah, I know. I probably knew they were real, but I was like in too deep at that point. Yeah. I couldn't. It'd become your identity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like me and Husey. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. Who here was watching some amateur porn that had Seinfeld playing in the background and as they got to the climax, the closing credit music was playing? Zoe. Yes, Zoe. It feels like Reese. Yeah, it was Reese. yes. Yeah. What did you True. search? <laughs> so I can search. Yeah. <laughs> it is a weird... And I've been trying to turn it into material, but it is a weird thing that I've noticed is... Because uh, I feel like as you get older, you look at more and more kind of amateur porn. And there's just an interesting thing I've noticed recently. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> Universal truth. 
Does anyone know what I mean, though? I, 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 I'm, I'm, look, I'm off it. I haven't, I'm, I had to make a thing. But in my life... Is that life, why you've been working out so much? Josh, <laughs> <laughs> you are jacked up. What's going on? In my... Well, you don't jack off, you jack up. <laughs> But in my last days, my last hurrah, it was amateur. That was yeah, amazing. yeah. I describe it as like because you want to see people that I, I would think are like attainable. Do you know what I mean? Just like mine's more about what, what are the living arrangements like. Yeah, I, I feel more comfortable if it's in a nice place, and not not to like like shame anyone about their no, living no, no. style, but like if they're not, I'm like they're doing all right. They're not doing this because no, they need I'm the money. The, I'm okay. The <laughs> not in like no, not in a skirt, but it's like I I like it's like I don't want them to have a better house than me. Like. <laughs> Like on, oh, here's this. And I, look, I know we're going to wrap it up soon, but I got uh, while well, I was away. Uh, I was away for quite a bit last year, and I got one of those uh, VR, like just to play video games on a little video, um, oh, an Oculus no. thing. And oh, no, just to play I, video games. No, but games. I tried it. Why? I tried it once. I just was like, I was talking to my partner about. It, I was like, they do porn on these, and you can do VR porn, but it's the most stupid concept because you look, and it's not you. Do you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> That sounds great, but, <laughs> but it's a weird thing because there's like it'll because all it all obviously has to be very kind of someone going, mm, we're gonna have sex now, and you can't you're just kind of standing there uh, while. But then you look down and I'm not. It was like I was I was like a I was a big Italian guy and <laughs> singing What's the matter, you? Hey! <laughs> Looking around at the decor, it's yeah. a nice surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I know something that can sharp your face. <laughs> Joe Dolce VR porn. Yes. Make it happen. Seinfeld, Seinfeld theme in the background. But it was playing in the back there. Yeah, I was watching porn. It was like people were just hammering tongs and just dun 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 dun, yeah. dun and it worked. Was it not not to you know not to stereotype? Was it was it two men? Yeah. Because I, I was thinking for the straight, it would be like the home improvement thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no the, gay, the gay porter watching like Search Party or something. Like, something very niche. Um, the Golden Girls. Although sometimes they yeah, for being work. a friend. <laughs> That's nice. That is nice, isn't it? That's nice. It's a nice way to remember them. Uh, <laughs> next question. I'm going to Betty White. That's what I call coming. Uh, she was funny. It's what she would have wanted. <laughs> I'm going to still get you there. Okay. Um, <laughs> next question. Be who, who, while backstage at a gig, made all the other acts form a marching band with percussion instruments? Reese. Yes, Reese. That is 100% of Zoe Cooper's marching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. You were probably there. Were you one, did you have to do that? No, no got stuff yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, I wasn't just like, hey, everyone, let's, be, let's do a marching band thing. There was a marching band that was part of a finale of a show last year, and they came on, and then it was like, it was the last act, and um, I was like, you know, I closed my thing by going like, anyway, blah, blah, and then as a joke happened, a whole marching band came out on stage. Beautiful moment, but then beforehand we'd gone, oh, yeah, we've got all these percussion instruments. The, the other comics can come on and play them if they want. But then what that ended up happening was what, what ended up happening was that everyone who'd done the show, so it's like Peter Hellier, um, you know... Uh, Name any other comedian. <laughs> Hills, my mate, my, I just couldn't remember Adam Hill's name <laughs> because I'm so traumatised by the event. That, it was like all these comedians standing there playing like the triangle, but the song went for like fifth, like 10 minutes. So everyone was like, ha ha, and then everyone turned to me with all their maracas and stuff and just went, when do we get off? <laughs> when does this end? It was like a horrible nightmare and we were there for ages. And so we look really happy in the pictures, but just panic. From me. <laughs> Next question. Whose first album was Hot Shot by Shaggy because it had It Wasn't Me on it? Reese. Yes, Reese. Phil. Yes, it was. It was Phil, yes. Put it there for Reese. Oh, how do you know that? Where did you even find that out? I got my ways. <laughs> oh, my word. Yeah, I, I thought it was such a cool song. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't him. Well, it was. was. Zoe, it was. Zoe. <laughs> really hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Shaggy. Is I, that because you. 
was so used to pooing in public. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought, this guy's got the right philosophy about things. What's that smell? Well, there's a song about that. <laughs> Hit it. Boom, boom, song. <laughs> they didn't catch him in the bathroom. Anyway, yeah, that's, that's, that's one of the lines. Okay. Hey, next question. Who here is prepared to yell at strangers if they give away the daily word or answer? Zoe. Yes, Zoe. Um... Lauren? Yes, you are correct. Yes. Was yes. Yeah, yeah. I was um, staying at uh, on the Gold Coast as uh, at Josh's house. He's a not, not some gigs. me for the listener. Um, yeah, Josh does not have a house on the Gold Coast. Um, no, he's real. I'm more a Byron kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, doing some gigs and then like just hit the like this professional like acquaintance like his girlfriend was like talking about Wordle and she was like oh I guess this uh, Wordle what was it and I was like careful because <laughs> um, I hadn't done it yet <laughs> so. it is a modern stress yeah like finding yeah. out the I mean I don't I do it but I don't post it no. and I feel like that's I put it in like a group chat or something I do and I'm sorry if you're someone that, if you're doing that you might be a sociopath but like, there's something <laughs> I just find it really strange to just be same? like, I guessed a word in three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't do it very well this time. Oh. Do you think it's the same people who are uploading to Pornhub? Yeah. Uplo- yeah, upload. the upload button. Yeah. How often is that getting pressed? The be- I know we keep talking about porn and rats. Uh, <laughs> one of the best porn things you can read every year, and even if you're not interested in porn or, or sex generally... Uh, Pornhub releases their statistics every year in this massive... And it's like, it's clean reading. It's not like... But just to find out... It's like human etymology at its yeah. greatest. Like you find it like, oh, MILF is still in the top five searches. That's like 20 years in now. But they also do it by country and state as yeah. well. So you can see where in America people are really... Ser- and also Sunday uh, mid-morning is the time in America where most people are on porn because mum takes the kids to church and dad's at home. Just beating his little dick. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> For someone who's given up porn, you seem to know a lot about it, Josh. I, I listened to John Ronson's The Butterfly Effect. That's why I gave yeah. it. Anyway, next, our final question for the, for the game. Who here once went to school dressed as a gollywog? Zoe. Yes, Zoe. I reckon uh, it was Reese because you're from Newcastle. You are correct, it was... <laughs> Listen, by these rules, I can stay in the competition for another few episodes. Um, it's a very niche reference. Um, that was a very good reference. Yeah. Uh, yeah, look, I was like four. Uh, it was a different time. It was the 1800s. Um, I didn't know what it was. Like, I thought... Yeah. It was, like, this is also the... And look, it's awful that this happened. It's still the time uh, that, like, gollywogs were, like, a biscuit, like I wanted, and it was for book week, and I had some book at home that was like a bunch of toys that were, and I was obsessed with this character, and, but it's even more terrifying. My mother didn't, and I think she, she knew how bad it was, and I was pretty inconsolably wanted to do it, so she cut, she didn't paint my face black, she got a stocking, she put it over my face, she cut holes, I think this was so like, uh, you happy? Alright, let's take it off now, let's take it off. She put like lipstick around. Oh no! I don't think that's as bad as pain in the face. No, honest. yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. I think it was kind of her get... And, like, look, just don't judge my mother on this. She had a, an angry, queer little child who just <laughs> wanted to be beautiful. <laughs> All right, at the end of the game, the score... <laughs> Phil Wang, four points. Give her Phil. <laughs> Lauren Bonner, five points. Reese Nichols on six points, but our winner on eight points is Zoe Coons. I've ever won this before. There you go. I usually eat shit. Now, Zoe, because you win, you get to plug your show first. You're doing a show in this festival. Where can people see you? I am doing a show. It's called Dave the Opener. <laughs> uh, and it's on at the Arts Centre at 7.45 from now until I die. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you go and see it. Uh, Reese, where can people see you? Uh, I'm at the upstairs at the Forum. Uh, the show is called Reese, Reese, Reese. Um... Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just resetting. <laughs> we had a couple of system errors and we're doing a factory reset. Um, yeah, just I'm at 8.15, come on by. It's a big old room. Excellent. Cool boy. Uh, Phil, where can people see you? 
I'm at Max Watts at uh, 6 p.m. It's Phil Wang, the real hero in all this. Excellent. And, <laughs> and now until the 16th. Excellent. And Lauren? Uh, I'm on at 6.40 at Trades Hall. My show is called Elephant. Um, every night of the festival, except for Wednesdays. Excellent. Can for all the cast today as they leave the stage if they want to. Hey, thanks everyone for coming out to the first one. You guys are the absolute best. Now, so if you haven't heard, uh, next week, same time, the lineup is Tom Gleason, Andy Lee, Celia Picola, and Guy Montgomery. So if you haven't got a ticket, make sure you get a ticket. So make sure you get it here. And then also we have the massive show on the 13th at Max Watt. So uh, it's on 11.15 on the 13th. I know it's a late night, but it's the big 300th one. It's going to be the last one I put in the main feed. And after that, it all goes behind the Patreon wall. Uh, so that'll be exciting and fun. Also, my show starts on the 12th, Modern Contemporary. I did a long session last night. Apart from the one crazy lady who came down the front, it was really fun. And so uh, get a ticket to that as well. And I'll see you hopefully all next week. Cheers. Bye. Oh, awesome. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.